This is a WVU student media podcast. Welcome back to Monday in Morgantown. This week, we will take a look at the Student Government Association's push to rename the Health Sciences Center, the current COVID situation in Monongalia County, WVU's first football game back on the field, and how COVID has impacted an icon of the state, the pride of West Virginia. For our first story this Monday morning, WVU's Student Government Association passed an assembly resolution in hopes to rename the Robert C. Byrd Health Sciences and Cancer Research Laboratory to promote diversity and inclusion on campus. The legislation pushes that the name should be changed to the Patrice A. Harris Health Sciences and Cancer Research Laboratory. Harris, a WVU alumna, was the first African-American woman to be elected president of the American Medical Association. During her time at WVU, Harris earned a bachelor's degree in psychology, a master's degree in counseling psychology, and a medical degree. The legislation cites that because Robert C. Byrd has a history with the Ku Klux Klan, opposed the Civil Rights Act of 1964, and had no involvement with the health sciences, Harris's name better embodies the goals, values, and mission of the Health Sciences Center and its students. Amelia Jones, president pro tempore of the SGA, stated, One of our biggest platforms is advocating for racial justice. Like we mentioned in our legislation, the act of renaming something is a small victory in pursuit of racial justice. It is a step in the right direction. Now for a short ad break. Looking to satisfy your election knowledge? Check out the Daily Athenaeum's latest mini-series, 18 to 24. Each week, you'll join me, Abby Smith, podcast editor extraordinaire and self-proclaimed politics junkie as we cover the election from sea to shining sea. We'll cover topics like registering to vote, voting by mail, candidates, and we'll speak to some experts and students along the way. New episodes will be released every Tuesday from September 8th to November 10th. To listen, go to the daonline.com slash deep dives or subscribe to DA Deep Dives wherever you listen to podcasts. Now, we have a lot of COVID-related stories to cover this week, so buckle in. Last Monday, WVU announced that they were suspending all in-person undergraduate courses until September 25th. Students were instructed to stay put, either in Morgantown or their hometowns, if they had returned home for Labor Day weekend. This followed the announcement on September 6th that 29 students were placed on immediate interim suspensions for COVID-19-related student conduct violations. The university stated that the return to in-campus classes will be re-evaluated on September 23rd. On Thursday, the city of Morgantown released further restrictions on gatherings. The city released a map of areas where these restrictions would be implemented, and it included a considerable amount of residences around the downtown campus. Activities that are prohibited under this new order include parties and social gatherings at residential units, including their yards or parking lots. WVU played its first home football game to mostly empty stands on Saturday, securing a win over the Eastern Kentucky Colonels, 56-10. For more information on the game, visit thedaonline.com. And if you'd like to see how some of the parents of the players felt about being back in Morgantown, check out the DA's latest video, also available at thedaonline.com. There seems to be a divide forming between the residents of Morgantown and the students on campus. Due to the high rates of COVID in the county, Monongalia County schools were not permitted to resume in-person classes last week, and the high schools were not allowed to play football. A small group of local high school students headed out to protest just before WVU took the football field on Saturday afternoon. They sported signs protesting the fact that WVU was allowed to play football while their games had been canceled just before kickoff the week before. One sign read, Red for us should mean red for WVU. 
Jason Lawrence, a parent of a football player in the county, commented on what the real problem is right now. He said, We have nothing against WVU playing football. You know they're being tested. They're allowed to play. There's nothing wrong with that. The problem that we have is that the governor isn't listening and applying some logic to the damage he's doing to our kids. Everybody else seems to be moving along and getting along with their lives, and the ones being punished are the kids in our community. Local residents aren't the only ones feeling the impact on their activities. The Pride of West Virginia are facing their own issues amidst the pandemic. According to the band's website, the Pride sports some 340 members of varying majors and colleges across the university. The pandemic means that these members cannot all rehearse together and will not take the field as a whole this fall. To find a small solution, the band has been split into three smaller bands so they can still have some sort of experience together. Students in the Pride have concerns about the experience not being what it used to be. Maddie Starcher, a senior biologist, student and pride drum major said that the band is something she along with hundreds of other students who march look forward to every year she stated it's definitely disappointing i think it's disappointing for every member of the band it's just this band is something that we always chose to do we're never forced to do it and then it's being impacted in a way that we basically can't do it like I said last week, things are ever-changing, and as COVID cases continue to persist in Monongalia County, we don't really know what is going to happen next. That is all for this week, Mountaineers. Remember to stay safe wherever you might be right now, and we will see you next week for yet another Monday in Morgantown. This podcast was made possible in part by the amazing reporting of Charles Montgomery, Craig Weimer, Ethan Bach, Gabriella Brown, and Hannah Hebel. If you'd like to read the full stories we've covered and more, visit thedaonline.com. Monday in Morgantown premieres weekly every Monday morning. To ensure you never miss an episode, visit thedaonline.com or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.